Hello, my name is Jakob Mead and I'm one of the technical consultants at Mercia. And here I am with another useful and exciting podcast. So what I'm going to talk about today is, well, if you remember earlier in 2022, last year, the IAASB published a revised standard on ISA 600 audits of group financial statements, including the work of component auditors. Now, this introduces significant changes to the audit of groups for the periods commencing on or after 15th of December 2023, with early adoption permitted. Now, taking on board these changes, the FRC has followed suit with the recently published International Standards on Auditing, UK 600 revised September 2022, the special considerations, audits of group financial statement, including the work of component auditors. Now, not only the ISA 600 revised includes new and revised requirements, but also aligns the standard with recently revised standards such as ISQM1, ISA 220 revised, and ISA 315 revised. It also strengthened the auditor's responsibilities related to one of your favorites, professional skepticism, planning and performing a group audit, two-way communications between the group auditor and the component auditors, and of course, the documentation as required by ISA 230. Now let's talk about few significant changes in a bit more detail. And one of the significant change is the introduction of a proactive risk-based approach to the audit of the groups. The risk-based approach is a framework for planning and performing a group audit engagement. The question here is, why did they introduce the proactive risk-based approach? Well, I would say for three obvious reasons. Number one, alignment with the other newly issued ISAs, such as ISA 315, 330. Number two, more focus on identifying and assessing the risks of material misstatement. And finally, more focus on planning an appropriate approach to obtain sufficient and appropriate audit evidence, i.e. what audit work, where, at which component, and by whom, i.e. the resources needed. Remember, under the risk-based approach, component auditors can be and often are involved in all phases of the group audit. Another significant change is in relation to managing and achieving audit quality in the group audit, which basically means how the requirements in ISA 220 revised apply to manage and achieve audit quality in a group audit. And there is a great focus on the resources needed to perform the engagement and the direction and supervision of the engagement team, and obviously the review of their work. The definition of engagement team includes component auditor. The definition of significant components has been removed. Now the emphasis on risk of material misstatement at the assertion level of the group financial statement that are associated with these components. ISA 600 revised also clarifies the various types of restrictions that may exist. 
such as restrictions on access to people and information, for example, access to the component management, those charged with governance of the component, component auditors, or information at the component, and component auditor audit documentation. The revised standard also provides guidance on ways to overcome such restrictions, enhanced documentation requirements have also been included. The robust two-way communication between group and component auditors have also been strengthened. And the standard also highlights the importance of the group auditor's review of component auditor audit documentation. The review of the component auditor audit documentation is directly related to and influenced by the group auditor's direction and supervision of the component auditors and the review of their work throughout the group audit. Another important question is that how is scalability addressed in the revised ISA 600? Well, as ISA 600 revised requirements are principle-based, which basically means that it is adaptable to a wide variety of circumstances and scalable for the audits of group of different complexity. For example, this is achieved by focusing on identifying, assessing, and responding to the risks of material misstatement of the group financial statements, as well as including a separate sections throughout ISA 600 revised to highlight the requirements and applications material for circumstances when component auditors are involved. Another important change is with regards to the scope of the standard. It is clarified through the introductory paragraphs and definitions within the standards, including whether and how ISA 600 revised applies to the entities with branches and divisions, shared service centers, and non-controlled entities. The key here is that both group and component auditors have to make sure that they understand the new requirements and that their audit methodologies are updated accordingly. And the important bit is that models previously used by the firms for considering component materiality and aggregation risk might need to be reassessed. Now, at Mercia, we have revised our methodology, the audit programs to reflect these changes. If you need any help in this regard, or you would like to have a detailed training on the revised ISA 600, then please get in touch at our usual website address, which is www.mercia-group.com, where you will find plenty of resources for your needs. And if you don't find anything specific, then remember, we can always present courses tailored to your specific requirements. Hope you have found this podcast useful, and I will be back with another exciting and useful podcast very soon. Until then, goodbye and have a lovely time. Thank you for listening to the Mercia podcast. For more information on this topic, please visit mercia-group.com.